0: hey guys welcome to hearts of men this is season 2 episode 17 I believe it's so good to be here and I am encouraged and refreshed to bring you raw real and relevant truth that will impact and change your life in some way and um, we're going to jump in today And just kind of share a bit about the heart and I think as men it's so important to understand our heart the seat of our emotions you know the things that we feel and how to process those things and so I'm so glad that you are choosing to listen I ask that if you're blessed if you're encouraged would you share it with somebody we all know men in our life that need encouragement, and so pass it on. That's why I do this, so that it doesn't stay with you, but that you pass it on to others that will be encouraged as well. Hearts of Men exist to discover and explore the pursuit of authentic manhood. So, let's jump into it. All right. All right. Well, it is a joy. You know, I was encouraged. It's always, let me just tell you, if you have been a part of creating a podcast, if you um, have done this, you understand the highs and lows. You know, there are days or weeks when you have great insight and you're super pumped up and jazzed up. And you're just ready to launch things out. You can't launch it out fast enough. Then there are other times when it's like just not coming to you, you know. And sometimes I experience both of those. It's the highs and lows. But life is like that. And hearts of men should be no different. Because I'm a human. I'm not a robot. And I'm a real person. (laughs) And so are you. And we are navigating the ups and downs, the highs and lows, the mountains and the valleys of life all the time, all the time. And so I'm thankful that this journey is a marathon. This journey is uh, for the long haul. And we get every day a chance to discover. We get every day a chance to explore. We get every day a chance to wake up and love our spouses, love our kids, and figure out how to make an impact on the world around us, whatever you're doing, whatever you're called to do, whoever you are, wherever you work. I'm just thankful. And yesterday I I heard just an encouragement in an email. Someone emailed me and said, hey, I've listened to all of your episodes and it's been very, very meaningful, very encouraging uh, to me, to them personally in their journey. And that really, uh, that's what it's about for me. You know, honestly, it's why I do this. Um, if I'm really honest, doing a podcast feels like a thankless job because I don't often get feedback. And because this podcast goes out all over the place, really all over the world, In different ways, at least one person in 35 different nations, there's probably more than that, has listened to some of these episodes, which is crazy to think. But I don't often get feedback, and and that's not why I do it, because I recognize it's just the reality of the internet. It's the reality of content being created through a computer and, you know nothing can compare to face-to-face conversation, right? Sitting down and dialoguing face-to-face is great greatest. That is, this is also just a tool. And so I know that those of you that are listening, the hope that I get is that it is impacting you in some way. And this this person said, you know, basically the church doesn't hasn't really covered and talked about the issues that many men are dealing with and you are doing that and so keep doing that thank you and yeah so it just was really refreshing really encouraging to hear that um so thank you you know who you are appreciate it god bless you this hearts of men podcast was created to talk about authentic manhood, to talk about what it means to discover that, and asking legitimate questions, working through legitimate issues and concerns and struggles, and being willing to talk about anything. There's no topic that we cannot talk about, um, (laughs) ranging from sex to, you know, affairs, to emotional turmoil, to father relationships and father wounds, to struggling initiating your kids you know just all the realms of two critical you know crisis moments in life and suffering and hardship um the mundane so all of these topics all these things that we've talked about are really a part of the journey And today, I just want to talk a little bit about there is a verse in Proverbs that says, Guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. Guard your heart, for it is the wellspring, or out of it flow the fountain of life. And, you know, you can picture your heart if for just a minute you can picture, you know, like if you were looking at an an actual heart or a drawing of a heart, you know, and then you see the chambers you see the the, the vessels the uh, that flow out of the heart to pump blood to different parts of your body and just <laughs> like we cannot live we would die without our heart constantly beating right minute by minute, I don't remember what the number is, but I, I believe it's somewhere between 20 and 30,000 heartbeats a day. And we just don't think about it. But when we put things into our body, you know, we live in a, a f- sort of a fast food culture, right? We live in a, a high fructose corn syrup, a, a GMO. Um, saturated you know processed foods saturated culture and it's so easy because we just don't think about it right we're just so accustomed to driving through mcdonald's and eating whatever we want or going to the store the buffets you know all the stuff and we are all the while we have some of the greatest health crises probably in the world right we have some of the most obesity in the world we have some of the most um intense you know, health issues that that people are dealing with because our 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 lifestyle we have been you know putting into our bodies things that are clogging the heart, things that are clogging arteries, right? As these arteries flowing, they have to be they have to be clear. They have to be open in order for the blood to flow properly. And over time, you know, they they get hardened over time, you know, platforms on the inside of those arteries. And man, it can do a lot of damage. And maybe you've known somebody that's had a heart attack or you yourself have gone through that. I mean, I've talked to people that have been through, you know, quadruple bypass surgeries that had no clue, had no clue that their heart was in that kind of a condition. And that picture of what we see in the natural is oftentimes what's happening for a lot of men in the spiritual you know as much as you like it or don't like it you're both a natural being you're a created natural being but you're also a spiritual being you have a spirit a soul we are mind body soul and spirit and you can't have one without the other they all four are need to be operating correctly properly to have a right understanding of each of those and to, in order to have a healthy um, balanced lifestyle in order to have a, a healthy perspective on life you have to understand that you you're created to function a certain way just as the heart was created i believe that god is the creator i believe that he created us i believe Uh, In the account in Genesis, He created Adam and Eve, and He formed them together. I mean, God is genius, right? And so He created our bodies to function a certain way. And so also we talk about the heart being the center of our emotions, right? The the center of of what we feel. And we are feeling beings, and even though a lot of men would say they're not in touch with their feelings. They don't understand. They don't know how to process. Um, It doesn't change the fact that they still feel all of the range of emotions, you know, anger, joy, sadness, grief, despair, depression, happy, um, you know, and we live our days as men oftentimes being disconnected from our emotions, disconnected from our heart. So, if that proverb says to guard your heart, the word guard is, is actually a, a vigilant, it's actually an action word, it's aggressive, it's with everything that you have. It's like, hey, like, you know, if you could picture, you know, soldiers guarding, um, the white house, or, you know, that's, I guess that's not a great analogy, but if you could picture, you know, a King's palace and you can picture all these guards and, and just, you know, high profile security, that's kind of the same picture that we get in that Proverbs guard, you know, like protect, be vigilant, be super well trained in guarding your heart, you know, have knowledge, have the ability to, to protect and insulate, you know, um, to make sure that what is being, because since it's the fountain of life, since life flows out of it, since everything flows out of it, then if you don't guard it, you're in danger of that river inside of you being stopped up you're in danger of your of becoming a dry creek bed you're in danger and i think what happens a lot of times is is we're not investing in ourselves we're not investing to really understand how we can walk in freedom you know how we are designed to operate how god created us to be able to thrive even in hardship, even in suffering, even in seasons where it's not easy, it's incredibly difficult. You know, God designed our hearts to be able to connect with Him. And so a lot of times, for example, like with lust or pornography, you know, oftentimes those things are just a, you know, um, sort of a, a leak of something deeper like anger, you know. So in other words, you know, having an addiction to pornography oftentimes is a cover-up, or it's it's something gone wrong in the heart. It's a perspective. It's not just like, "Oh, cool, I'm gonna wake up and look at porn." You know, um, there is a, a false sense of security or comfort, a false comfort, you know, that we're running to. There's something that we're le- yearning for, that we're longing for, that's not being fulfilled, and so so we exploit looking at women created in God's image, naked women, women doing things with men that you would never in a thousand years let your children look at. You know, and 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 we don't see it for what it is. We don't see it see this for something that is incredibly destructive and this was designed, you know, this intimate act of sex, this intimate act of pleasure in this context was specifically designed for your heart to best function in the covenant of marriage, not to be exploited, not to be thrust all over the internet, not for anybody to just feast upon the flesh of another woman. Anyhow, bunny trail. My point is is that if your heart is not guarded, you are for certain going to head down roads that are treacherous. And if you don't fill your heart with truth, if you don't fill your heart with connection and intimacy with your Creator—in other words, men, if we're not praying, if we're not connecting, if we're not processing, processing our hearts on a daily basis— You know, for me recently, I had a sort of an aha moment where um, there were some things that just, man, the summer was, was long, it was hard in some ways, it was busy, and over the summer, I had let my guard down in some areas, and I wasn't fully truthful about it with my spouse and you know it it was not fun to have to admit that and it definitely brought some hurt um but it's like i realized this summer that i i wasn't running to the father i wasn't going to god i wasn't going I wasn't processing all of the things I was feeling. And so it, I was like a sitting duck. I was more susceptible to my flesh, you know, whether that's just eating too much or whether that's, you know, a plethora of, of things that, that, that could be. But then I had a moment a couple of weeks ago where I just, I got out my journal. I, I went away to a quiet spot away from everybody for a number of hours. And I just began to write and I began to write. And all of a sudden it was like this, this flow of emotion, this flow of words. It was like, I was writing, I was writing to God and God was like listening and he was engaging with this, you know? And so, and all, all of this emotion came out of me, really even stuff from my childhood. It was crazy. It was a crazy experience. All of these things from even like eight years old, some things that happened that I went through um, it was like the Lord was speaking to me and I was like, Whoa, it felt so close. It felt so in reach. And I was like, man, I want more of this. I said, this is sad that this hasn't happened hardly at all in the last number of years that this hasn't happened as much. You know, it's like, you can do ministry, you can meet people's needs, you can, you know, just f- fulfill your job and you know, all the, all these things and and sometimes men we just get in this like to-do mode, right? I just got to do 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 and find fulfillment in what I'm doing. And then even in that, like we're we're our our hearts again, our emotions, our connectivity is is like cut off, you know, like that artery's cut off. And so we're not giving. We're not receiving. We're not receiving. And, and it's like, how many of you, when's the last time that you received from the Father? Okay, I'm talking about Father God. God is a Father. When's the last time you heard those words, hey, son, I love you. Hey, son, I am pleased with you. Hey, son, my grace is sufficient for you. When's the last time you had an emotional connection with that? Can you think about that for a minute? Can you recall or remember? Maybe it was a day ago. Maybe it was years ago for some of you. Are you relating to the Creator in that way? Are you relating to the One who formed you, who crafted you together, who made you a man? Okay? God made you a man, and He made you to function a certain way. The culture doesn't define us. It tries to. The world tries to define you and to tell you what a man is and how you should act and what you should do, but that is not the origin of your manhood. That is not the originator. The culture doesn't guard your heart. The culture wants to exploit your heart. The world wants to exploit your heart. The enemy, you have an enemy. He wants to ruin your heart. He wants to kill your heart. He wants to make you so dull and discontent and bored and apathetic that you will not go to the Father to receive your affection, to receive your identity, to receive your glory, to receive the words, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. In Him I take great delight. Those are the words that were spoken over Jesus when He was coming up out of the water after being baptized by John the Baptist. Those were the first words that the Father God spoke to the Son. This is my beloved Son in whom I am well-pleased. In Him, I am really thrilled. In Him, I am fully delighted in. And you know what that The Bible says that if we are in Christ, first of all, we're a new creation. Like the old stuff is gone, the new is here. And it also says that we are the righteousness of God. That is amazing. That blows me away. That we are seen as incredible treasures in God's eyes. We are His sons. And that's something that we need to... Man, we need to really rejoice about and let it sink in, right? We're going to take a break and we will continue this conversation. Hey guys, if you're in Northwest Arkansas, Solomon Springs or the surrounding area and you need some home repair, I'm going to suggest Borgert Repair and Remodel Chris is a personal friend and they do an amazing job remodeling your bathroom, your kitchen, whatever home repair you need. These are the guys for the job, Borkert Repair and Remodel. You can check them out on Facebook, Google them. They will give you a great deal and do an amazing job. So, we're back and we are continuing this conversation on what it means to live out of a heart that is guarded, that is protected, but that is thriving. And, you know, we've been talking about just the heart being the wellspring of life, um, where all of our emotions, the ability to give and receive love are our core identity, how we see ourselves, how we see others, how we relate to God the Father. Uh, Man, so much, so much is wrapped up in this. You know, your success actually depends on it. Your success depends on your awareness of your own heart and the ability to handle your heart with care. And so when we talk about the heart, I gave the analogy— early on in the episode of your physical heart and the chambers of the heart and the arteries pumping blood, you know, back and forth. And really it's the man, the lifeblood of your whole body. Everything comes down to the heart. And so it is spiritually. So it is emotionally, mentally, physically. We are holistic beings. We're spiritual. We're natural. And it's so important to learn how to connect and how to engage with your own heart and the way that you can grow in love, the way that you can grow uh, in freedom, the way that you can grow fruitfulness, you know, in your life. Man, we all want to love our wives better. We all want to be more engaged fathers. And there are oftentimes many obstacles, not just generational things, you know, um, like if your dad didn't model to you what it meant to talk to you and engage you and help you process your, your frustration, for example, help you process when you're 13, 14 years old and you're dealing with all these temptations, hormones raging, you know, your dad was not able to do that for whatever reason, then you kind of grow up repeating some of those same things, right? When you're a dad and you have a 13 or 14 year old, it's going to be really hard for you to know how to help them, to know how to engage them in conversation, how to initiate them, how to help them in that journey of manhood. And I had, you know, had a recent conversation with a guy who is uh, just, actually, we brought him on last year, um, I believe, uh, on the uh, the podcast. Uh, Dennis Aldi, we did a, a, an episode. Uh, it was a really great interview just on the challenges men face. And Dennis and I were talking and and, and he was sharing some really helpful bit of information. You know, he said, you know, we oftentimes in our culture, we look at 18 as being kind of a one and done, cut off, you're out of the house kind of thing, Mm -hmm. you know. And he said that really um, around the age of 13, 14, it's such a critical stage where we begin to initiate our sons into more manhood where the father steps in and really begins to impart and interact and connect in more intentional ways to help them. But he said that journey is not just like for four years, it's like a 15 year. He was just like, man, even in their twenties and they might be married. It's like, you're still the voice of the father, even into their thirties is so critical. Uh, In the life of a son and our culture kind of says you know at at 18 you're out of the house you're on your own you know and yes there might be some good in that you know it's probably not healthy for our kids to live with us forever but sometimes when you're 18 you're not yet ready for all that responsibility you're not yet emotionally whole and healthy and so i love talking about being engaged parents not necessarily um, overly protective or in an unhealthy way trying to hold them back to protect them from the world, but rather we're giving them tools that they need to actually be fruitful and successful. And so helping them to process all that they're dealing with, right, as a teenager, which is a real challenge. But helping them, giving them tools, giving them tools, reminding them of the truth, even though they don't feel it, even though, you know, their peers, their generation um, by and at large in our culture um, are not even believing that God is alive or that he is active or that he, you know, there's more atheists, I think, amongst Generation Z than any other demographic. And so, you know, we can't just give them churchy answers you know, we can't just give them, you know, um, things that sound good because the heart has to go through experiences, right? In order to grow and to have um, lessons that impact you in a deep way that change you, it can't just be like spouting out answers. It has to be deeper than that. And so um, a lot of what we do, is help men understand their own heart, their own emotions, their strengths and weaknesses, their, 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 you know, failings, their sin, their, and, and, and help them come to grip and come to terms with, with how they're created to function best. And then working towards, you know, a process of growing in that and how to connect with the father, how to connect with your children, how to connect with your wife, at a deeper emotional level. So, so much of this journey um, of guarding your heart is knowing how you function, knowing how your heart is created, knowing that you are created to both give and receive, right? And so, when there are things like bitterness or unforgiveness or resentment or offense that begin to kind of take over, it's like, you know, if you're seen a picture of a garden that is just completely flooded with weeds, right? Well, those weeds have choked out and are taking over what was meant to be a a well-nurtured and thriving, flourishing garden has now become uh, a place of chaos and where the fruit ultimately can't grow, right? And the thistle thorns and stuff grows into it and it hinders the production. It hinders the fruitfulness of, of that garden. Um, and that's the picture of a lot of men where they're living. Um, they're not able to take care of their own garden, so to speak. They're not able to care for their own heart. And so, um, all of the lies, all of the disappointment, all the frustration is just built deep inside you know and we have to have healthy ways to vent we have to have ways that we can be super honest you know and super honest with ourselves super honest with friends with the ones we love the most and and live out of that place right live out of a healthy awareness of who we are who we are created to be so my encouragement to you wherever you're at in this journey If you are to remember just as your physical heart needs the right nutrients, it needs the right amount of exercise, it needs the right amount of care, in the same way your spiritual heart or your emotional heart needs that as well to thrive. And so I want to leave you with that picture and I want to encourage you to do everything necessary to have a well taken care of garden. Okay. Guard your heart for it is the wellspring of life. This is hearts of men. Thank you once again for listening. God bless you guys. And we will be back next time.